What's up, everybody? This is Podcast Gameoverse, episode 087, for Saturday, December 4th, 21. I am Wasabi Ice Cream, joined, as always, by my dude, Rick. What's up? Yo, what is up, man? I am I'm good. I'm excited. We got a pretty slow news week, two major stories to go over, uh, but I, we got a lot to talk about in terms of what we've been playing. Um, so let's start how we always start, man. What Tell the people what you've been playing. Been playing some video games. No shit. This week. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and uh, played some good ones, finally. Oh, yeah, I like uh, I loaded up that 12 minutes. The you what? heard about this one? No. What is it? Okay. So 12 minutes. It's the, it's the game by, um, it's, it's the game where it, it takes place in just like one room. I didn't capture footage of this or I did, but it didn't, uh, I, I, I don't think it worked, but it's got, uh, like it takes place in one room and you're, and you're like a husband and you walk yeah. in. I do remember like, that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't want to talk about it that much other than what they say about the game is that there's two people. It's, it's, it's the people who've loved the game and there's people who finished the game. Uh, now, I did not finish the game. And I can tell you I love what I've played so far. I only played like an hour, but it's, it's literally like you only get 12 minutes. So I did a couple runs and there's just like the whole, the whole point is like someone. So like after you, you, you walk in your wife's home and she's like, yeah, I made you, I got a gift We're uh, we're having a baby. This is not a spoiler. Cause it's going to, you're going to, it's going to happen either way. Uh, I'm pregnant and she surprises you. And then you're just, you're just there eating, you know, dinner and someone busts the door down and it goes, you're under arrest for the murder of your husband. And you're like, what? What the fuck is going on? Uh, give it. Tell us where the watch is. You know, the watch. Don't act stupid. And uh, then he kills you if you just let him. If you don't do anything, he just kills you. And then you rewind back to the beginning, but you still remember everything, except you. you everything plays over again. So I think the whole point is to try to stop the... Well, break the loop, I guess, if you want to put it that way. But you can interact with anything in any different way. So you, you end up trying a bunch of stuff to kind of find out. Um, like you question your wife about, hey, where's this watch? The watch. There's going to be a guy. He's going to break down the fucking door. I need that watch. Uh, you can go that route. And she's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I hate you. I'm leaving. And then she just walks out and then it like rewinds again. Um, you can try to like... You can find the kitchen knife and you can start stabbing her or yourself and you can do that. And when you do stuff like that, the animations are like ridiculous. Uh, wow, it's like very, really? it's very gruesome. <laughs> uh, like in a way that I didn't expect. Uh, you can, there's like a, a variety of things you can do in order to kind of figure out what you're supposed to do. Cause you don't even know what you, you're supposed to do. Like you run out. If you try to walk out the door, everything just resets. You just, it doesn't let you, so you can't just leave. Um, so I don't know. I played for about an hour and I think I finally got somewhere where I'm like, okay, 
I gotta do this, this, and then this. If I set it up this way, and then this guy doesn't see me. And but you're in such a small space. It's just like a small like apartment room, and there's a bedroom and a bathroom and a closet, and then that's it. Uh, so like you don't have many options in which to do things, but at the same time you have so many options to do things. It's um, it's really cool. I'm gonna keep playing it and try to figure out exactly what you're supposed to do. I don't think I spoiled anything by saying what I said, so because it's all stuff you could see within the first loop. It's stuff you're supposed to see within the first loop. Uh, so it's um, it's really cool. I'm very. I kind of don't want to get to the ending though because I don't want to ruin it. If it's that bad, uh, I don't know. I just I don't really want to ruin it, but we'll see. We'll see. Sounds really cool. Like it's been it's been on my list for a while. It's like a really interesting game I want to try, and it's definitely like if you, if you if you're into it, I, I might check it out too. Like it sounds like a really cool experience. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just on Game Pass for an hour, right? Yeah, I play it for about an hour, I think. And the whole presentation of the game is just really fucking cool. Like with the way the um the intro screen, like before you even get to like the the start game button, it has this whole intro of this like clock zooming in and, and like counting down from from twelve minutes. Uh, like the whole presentation is like really good. The voice acting is really good. Now graphically and like animation wise, it, it's like a point and click adventure, which I wasn't. I wasn't totally. I didn't know it, it took that form once you actually got into it. But it's like a point yeah. and click. Uh, so like you have an inventory, and then you can use stuff on other stuff, basically. Uh, and that was more than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was just like dialogue only, or like like a Telltale game. But no, it's more than that. And it's on Game Pass, and it's super interesting. Everything I'm going to talk about. I'm talking about because it was on Game Pass and I just decided to just start installing stuff and trying stuff, so. Right on. Like, it looks good. Uh, I just, I pulled up Game Pass right now while you were talking about it and uh, I did see it there, so I'm downloading it right now. Like, it looks interesting yeah. as well and I really want to try it. Yeah. Um, what else did you want to talk about that you've been playing? Uh, so, I finally, I decided to kind of knock out some of the games that were nominated for Game of the Year. Okay. And uh, I loaded up, and this one I got video. Uh, I loaded up Deathloop. Bought Deathloop. It was like 25 bucks during the Black Friday sales and stuff like that. So I'm like, you know what? 25 bucks for this brand new game. I'll, I'll jump in there. Nominated for Game of the Year. Check it out. Uh, is it good? This, this game is simultaneously incredible just because I had no idea what the fuck... Like, I, maybe it was just me. I don't really follow games that closely that I'm not, like, absolutely know that I'm going to play. I'm the same uh, way. So, I've not been following this game, but I feel like they have been intentionally uh, hiding information about this. Or, I don't know. Maybe it's just, like, basically, and I don't know if I, this is a spoiler for... Because I don't know what they just showed or what they didn't show for this game. So, if you don't want to know anything about it, just stop listening for like the next like 10 minutes but this game's a fucking it's a roguelike yeah was that did they did they it's a straight up roguelike like it's a roguelike as fuck yeah and they I don't talk know about I, it a bit and like the promotional stuff and all the reviews talk about like 
it's like on a loop basically like it's on a loop but yeah. that's not what i thought they meant by like loop because 12 minutes is on a loop uh outer wild is on a loop i'm just thinking like oh yeah you go back and then you have to like if you fuck up you die and then you get sent back or whatever that's why what like yeah. basically the concept of a roguelike but it's like roguelike as fuck because there's upgrades you get that make it like easier as like a roguelike would so the tutorial is like three hours long but <laughs> it's not I, I wouldn't go so far as to call it a tutorial it's it's like it's it's the like you're playing the game but it like spoon feeds you additional concepts additional mechanics yeah. at the, the further you go or else basically like your first run then no because well yes and no because you don't you don't die the thing like you don't really die you kind of just at some point you unlock the ability to carry stuff over into your new run and to do that you basically like it's i guess the equivalent of killing yourself and then like going back but it's like even explaining that is more complex than i thought this game was like it's a, so, like a, it's a loot game as well so you get different rarities of loot and guns and shit that you can say like okay this is my gun now and then there's like attachments and modifications and all of that stuff is run based so you'll find something it's like oh i really like this shotgun and then you uh, gain the ability to, to carry that over into your net into your new run um because a run in this game you don't complete the game until you have to kill all of the um I, I forget what they call it the legionnaires or whatever they call them you have to kill all of them i think there's like seven or eight or nine uh of the main characters and you kill them all in one run yeah but the entire game is you building up to that one run so that that's what the game is it's like you building up everything you need getting all your materials getting all your good guns and then for that one run where you're like okay this is it now i'm gonna go try i'm gonna go i'm gonna go to this location at this time of day like the longer you play there's like a day night system so again this is more than fucking i ever thought that this game had there's like a day night system and it's four regions on the map when you go to a region uh time passes so one one region will be different in a certain time of day than that same region at like if you go at night it'll be different than if you go in the afternoon so you have to like plan your entire route based on okay uh this person's at this location at this time of day so i have to go here and then i'm gonna go here and kill this person at this time of day but wait if i do that this guy's gonna move and this place is harder at night, so maybe I should go, like, there's all of this stuff you have to think about uh, during that, like, one run that you've, you've spent the entire game preparing for. It's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. uh, it looks dope. Like, it, it's done by, uh, by, um... Arcane, it's Arcane. Arcane, yeah. The, the Prey guys, the Dishonored guys. Yeah. And it's basically a Dishonored roguelike. Is like the best way to describe it. I'm okay with because Prey had like a roguelike mode that was fucking awesome. Yeah. So how, how much how much roguelike elements are there? Because if it's on a loop, 
Like, you know, the point of a roguelike is that it's there's some randomization every new the, run. The like, only thing that's not random, I think, are enemy placements. I think everyone's, uh, all the enemies are always placed the same, I think. Now, I will say, my entire time, I did not die. Uh, the game felt a little kind of easy. Uh... But maybe that was on purpose because it was still the like tutorial. Um, but I don't know. It felt like like you could play it like a stealth game, but they give you so many guns and like abilities and shit that you're going to you're going to like want to shoot people. And when that happens, it's not too difficult. The only time it was like really difficult where I came close to dying was when Juliana. So there's, I guess the like I guess the boss character is Juliana. Who yeah. has like your your your? She has the blink ability and like other stuff like that. There's another part concept of the game where other players can invade your game as Juliana and try to kill you, um, or she'll do she'll do it on her own as like AI, um, and that's fucking crazy. Now the only thing about that is I don't know why you would want to do that as the other player. Like I don't know why you would want to invade other players unless you just want to fuck with people. Um, they didn't really explain that part yet, uh, but the option is there. You can invade other players as Juliana. Um, but when you kill those, when you kill those, I'm gonna call them legionnaires. I don't think they're called that. <laughs> but when you when you kill those guys, you take you can take their abilities. So Juliana has like the dishonored like blank ability, and when you get that, things are even more easier because you can just fucking teleport like behind stuff. Uh, and not have to uh, worry about all the other stealth mechanics that are being in like field of views and stuff like that. It's it's like this game is crazy. Now, oh, like it's been on my list for a while, and it looks really cool. When it comes to game of the year, I'm not seeing it yet. As far as I know, there is a point where this game gets like has that moment where it's like, oh my god. Uh, but I've not seen it yet. I've, uh, when, when I, when I think about It Takes Two, or when I think about Psychonauts 2, which are also games that are nominated for Game of the Year, those games had, like, instant, it was, like, instant for me, where I was like, dude, Game of the Year. Yeah. Uh, this is really good, but I just, I'm not seeing, like... Okay. Here it goes. It's, I'm not seeing, like, oh, yeah, this is it right here. This is Game of the Year. Um... But the characters are really great. The 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 voice acting is like uh, incredible. The writing is like really funny. Um, yeah, it's it's a really cool game. I got it for twenty five bucks. I don't know if it's still. I don't know if it, you can still get it for that low, but even even at like sixty, it's probably it's it's still worth it. I think. That sounds really cool. Still, like I, I want to check it out. Um, it looks really good. Anything Arcane puts out, like I, I'm, I'm interested in. I fucking love Prey. Um, I need to go back and finish Dishonored and play Dishonored too. Uh, but I like, I like in concept anything Arcane puts out. So yeah. it's definitely on my list, and I'll check it out. Anything else you've been playing? You want to talk to people about? All right. The only other thing I've been playing now. This one's out of left field again. This one's gonna be on Game Pass too. All right. Um, and I don't even remember the fucking name. <laughs> called 
Well, because I did play. Okay, I did. There's two other games I played. Shit. Right. Um, Archvale. Archvale. Yeah. So Humble sent me. Um, they sent me a, a key for Archvale, but it's on Game Pass, so I ended up just getting it on Game Pass. And I gave away the key. I don't know if anyone's used it yet, but the key they gave me, I gave it away in the Discord. If you go to gameverse.com slash Discord, uh, you can get a key for Archvale if no one took it yet. Um, but Archvale is uh, pretty interesting because it's also... Um, it's also like it's not a roguelike, but it's 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 like it's like a Zelda meets Enter the Gungeon almost. Yeah, I, I I've seen clips of it. It's like a, like a bullet hell. Like yeah, yeah. Like Enter the Gungeon, but like 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 if Enter the Gungeon was like a proper Zelda game, right? Like not like a yeah. roguelike. And like an RPG because you've got like there's a bunch of different equipment that you can put on like head slots, body slots. And then, like, you, you get a whole weapon wheel of just uh, weapons. There's materials and, and crafting and all that stuff. It's, like, slightly more complex than it looks. Uh, and it's, like, it's really dope, and it's on Game Pass. I don't really... I didn't play it that much. I, I only played enough to just be like, hey, this is really cool. Uh, but it is, it is really cool. See, that looks really cool. I like that idea because, like, a lot of these roguelikes, like, have admitted, like, Binding of Isaac has admitted that it's inspired by, like, Legend of Zelda. Yeah. And the way it's, like, dungeons and stuff are laid out. So to, like, take that concept, pull it back around and make, like, oh, no, this is a Zelda-like, but with, like, bullet hell elements. All the stuff you've seen in every popular roguelike in the last, like, what, six, seven years, but it's not a roguelike. Like, that's really cool to me. I like that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it is not a roguelike. Everything's very uh, linear here. It's a linear progression. It's just which is fine. Like yeah. a linear story-based game is totally fine with me. But it's like it's a loot game though. So you do you get like loot and stuff, and like you're crafting and like upgrading and stuff like that. So it's like a Diablo-esque, um, Zelda-esque, uh, Gungeon-esque, Bullet Hell type thing. It's 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 that really like a into. that is all yeah. stuff I'm into. So I'm yeah. okay with. It. I fucks with that. All right, I'm down. <laughs> he convinced me to check it out. Yeah. Uh, I'm downloading it on Game Pass right now, too. I got, like... God, I'm going to be playing so many games. Yeah. Okay, uh, so the other game I played, the last game I played, yeah. no one's going to know what the fuck this is because it's, right. <laughs> it is on Game Pass, but uh, the, the reviews are, like... I The reviews are almost useless on the Xbox app because it doesn't... It just shows you the, the, the number... It doesn't yeah, show you like, what people said about it. Like you can't yeah. like type anything, I guess. But so this one is like poorly reviewed on Game Pass. But it, it just came out. Um, it's called Anvil. What the hell is it called? Anvil Vault Breaker. Anvil uh, Vault Breaker. Yeah. So this game is a. How do you even describe it? It's a roguelike, Diablo-like. Uh, multiplayer, uh, twin stick shooter. Um, but it's also like a hero game. Okay. Uh, now when I say that, you're going to think like, okay, it's also an early access. So it's a little rough around the edges, but dude, this game has so much fucking potential. 
that, like, I just have to talk about it. <laughs> um, okay. Because it's like, it's a, it's a Diablo. Like, it's a, it's a Diablo. But it's got, like, characters. It's got, um... Let's see if I can, like, seek through this. Oh, here we go. So, like, it's got characters. You only start with three of them. But it's like, it's... I, I guess it, it might be free to play. If this game's not free to play, then they fucked up. But it's like a little... when it's not on Game Pass, so... Oh, that's <laughs> fucked up. That's fucked up. Because there's a whole, like, battle pass, and the only way to unlock the characters is to, like, unlock this currency in the battle pass. And oh, you, you only start with three characters. But one of the characters they give you is really interesting. He's this, like, melee guy called... I guess he's called Gu Guillotine. He's a melee character that has, like combos on the stick so every, everyone has different like abilities like like an overwatch okay and as you play through the the the, the missions they're, they're all sectioned off into like separate areas and you get an upgrade every every area you clear and this guy's a melee character in this game that i thought was just like a simple like twin stick shooter so i was like this guy looks interesting just because he's melee uh he's got combos so if you attack once and then release he, he lets out like a little like ranged thing if you attack twice and then release he like does something else he's got combos and then like once you're out in the field you can pick up additional weapons and they all have like a tier system and the game's online. It's got like online play. It's very difficult too. <laughs> um, but there's like a there's a counter system. There's a counter attack system. There's a parry system. There's perfect oh blocks. There's up. dodging. Uh, and I'm like, dude, this game is like incredibly complex for something that just looks like a a twin stick shooter or is like could like just be a Diablo game. You should be so like, I went in with this other guy last night, and he was like, yo, it's your first time playing, huh? I was like, yeah, it's my first time playing. This game just came out. Like, he, like, he like knew yeah, everything. He's like, good. yeah, so once you get to the, uh, the boss, you're going to want to beef it's, up it's your like defense. Top but, <laughs> dude, I don't even know this game is that complex to even be thinking about this kind of, like, stats. But I guess the guy I picked was, like, a super tanky character. Um, so like he just has like a bunch of HP, and then when he like does perfect blocks or like dodges or whatever, he regenerates HP. He can leech HP oh from other God. enemies. Yeah, nice fight. Oh, this is so freaking complex <laughs> and like dope. Uh, it's oh, cool. okay. Hey, uh, over here, over by my, me. my inner like fighting game. There and, is like, a rip yeah, like heal backpack. Like, uh, that's for you. Squealing. So when you get low, you get back. There's like perks for like. Perfect dodging and perfect blocking. I'm like, oh my god, yeah. that, is dope. that is dope. Oh my god, that sounds so cool. And the whole thing's a roguelike too, so you don't know like you what your build is gonna be until you actually get out in the field and start buying things. There was a thing I bought that said, if you hold at least 300 credits, you get like 150. I've been playing since health regen. Or Yesterday. you do like three times damage when you're holding this yeah. amount of currency. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, okay, so uh, this like, is where uh, like usually it's like, like, like make some crazy it's like a timer builds. and a really strong yeah, enemy spawn after a while. So much. And every so we, we gotta like focus on, especially so in boss fights, so they spawn in boss fights and so much damage. You want to dodge boss He can like teleport. So all you need to do is just kill them off, focus them once they're in a boss fight. Landmines and stuff and remote mines. 
there's like so much cut, uh, yeah. customization. It's the time in the top, right? I just didn't expect. It just seems like a simple twin six shooter on the surface, but no, it's actually some like mechanical depth here. Oh, that um, sounds dope. But if yeah, it's like if that. it's if it's twenty five dollars to like buy the game, like there's so much like uh, there's not a lot, but you have to like buy the character. Stay away from you, be flossy, and that's a little. Yeah, that's a lot to ask for for a game of quality. Yeah. This looks dope though. Like I'm checking this out. Like, yeah, it's still early access. Sounds like it was made for me, dude. Like that melee dude in particular. It's like, it's a twin stick Diablo-like shooter mm -hmm. with what sounds like, like, uh, like character. Yeah, it's better online. Elements. I played alone. Dodgy, yeah, I played alone with the boring. Perfect lock game. Yeah. But even like, like the I'm gear you it. find, all the gear is crazy unique. Uh, I uh, found a It was an ice axe. So when I did my my um, one attack combo, it would like launch out icicles. I think your character you does he have a dodge? Get frozen. Um, like that shit like that. Oh, perfect. Like, this yeah, is perfect crazy. actually. So you can basically tank shit, uh, and I think it reflects damage too. So, so what is that? Called? That's called Anvil. Yeah. Are you planning to be a Bailey Bruiser? It has three out of five rating on on the on the <laughs> Xbox app with 24 reviews. But so I'm like, this is going to be bad. Then I looked at it. I actually played it. and I was like, dude, this is dope. Yeah. This is awesome. it, man. There's a lot yeah. of there. Let's see what they do with it. But I'm excited. Like, I'm, I'm definitely. What's with you and getting P3 weapons? Too. Well, I get nothing. I know, that's my yeah. download. Bullshit. Too. Should be done in like about a minute. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Alright, well... <laughs> Just read the, uh, read the stats on it. It's gonna be less exciting. <laughs> With that fucking... Like the weapons, they have stats. That fucking banger so right there blowing so, the doors off. Uh, Just read it and see what's good. Um, I haven't been playing a lot myself. Um, still playing uh, Shin Megami Tensei V. Still really good. Still recommend it. If you have a Switch and you like Persona, SMT5 is really good. It's Persona with a much deeper, more mechanically driven combat system. So you're not gonna get the high school drama romance stuff that you had in persona but if you like the combat and the gameplay of it you're gonna love smt5 um i also played neo 2 because i picked that up during uh during the uh, black friday sale but i i had just downloaded it and played it for like 10 minutes when we started doing our show so i couldn't talk about it last week played it this week neo 2 is fucking phenomenal dude oh my god it is so good it's everything that's in the first Neo, but better. There's so much customization to how you can build your character out. Um, the uh, the soul system. So now you can like take souls from the yokai, like the demons that you kill, and you could use their abilities on a cooldown meter with a bar that you can fill up with like magical energy. So think of it like Castlevania: Dawn of Sorrow with the soul system there. It's very similar, where you can collect these souls. They have like passive abilities. Some affect your stats. And they also have special abilities you can do. There's this, uh, the uh, Enki, it's like a big monkey thing. If you have that soul equipped, you like jump in the air and throw a spear. Uh, there's the uh, Ipan Datara, which is like this hopping blacksmith thing that hits people with its hammer and it deals fire damage. And okay. they have boost to your stats too. And every piece of equipment, it's like a Diablo-like, so the equipment's randomly generated that you find. And they all have these crazy abilities on them. So right now I have the uh, Ipandatara, so he does that uh, that fire smash thing. But he also has an ability on his soul that 
I can deal more damage and get more anima, which is like the magic equivalent, back if I deal damage to people that are on fire. So I kind of build my character around lighting people on fire so I can take advantage of that. It's it's really fun. Like, it's a lot of fun. And don't even get me started on the uh, style switching system. It still has the uh, soul charge system that was in Neo, where basically you can, bas you can active reload your stamina. So if you use stamina for an ability or a move and it starts to fill up, you can tap the right bumper. Which is the uh, which is the uh, button you would hold when you're switching stances, and if you tap it right when the stamina meter fills up again, that the the stamina use is minimized, and there are some abilities that work off of that. So the spear, for example, if you pull off a soul charge, it does another attack that doesn't cost anything. So it's a little like spear flourish. So you can do a combo soul charge, you do a spear flourish, and you can keep the combo going without having to stop to like let your stamina build back up again. And there are some abilities that work off of that, so if you have high stance equipped, your next attack does more damage after you soul charge. If you have mid stance equipped, uh, the next block you do won't cost any stamina. If you have low stance equipped, uh, the next uh, dodge you do won't cost stamina. And it's there's so much to it, like holy shit. Like there's, I'm, I'm a little overloaded because of how many numbers, abilities, and how much gear there is and how it works off of each other and the skill tree itself there's multiple different skill trees that level up in different ways so you don't have to worry about um investing too many points in one thing when you could be doing another so your spear your spear skill tree builds up from using your spear so you're not losing out on something when you get a samurai skill point which you get from leveling up it's it's crazy how much shit there is in this game. Like I'm I'm a little overloaded. I've I've dumped about 14 hours into it and I'm still like not entirely sure like what's going on because of how much shit there is in it, but it's so good. Like it's it's a lot it. of fun. It's really really good. I got it on sale for like 35 bucks. It was worth every penny. I'm having so much fun with it. The game's hard as ball still. Don't get me wrong, it's still really really hard, but the extra stuff this game adds to how you can play and the, the self-expression that comes into how you attack, the weapons you use. My God, each weapon plays drastically differently. And even your um, your yokai ship, which is like, think of it like, like Devil May Cry is like Devil Trigger, like that. There's three different yokai ships you can do. So there's uh, right now there's Feral, which is the most like aggressive one that focuses more on like dashing and quick attacks. There's Brute, which is um, more uh, dealing a lot of damage with really strong hits, singular strong hits. And then there's, um, I think it's called Mystic, which is more based around like magic. But they all have a special, um, what's called a Yokai Burst, which is a whole other fucking system where if enemies are doing a uh, attack and they glow red, it's an unblockable attack. But you're, you can use your Yokai Burst which costs a, a point of your anima, which is like magic, but you can cancel out the attack they're doing and get a free hit on them. And that's different depending on the shift you select. So like with Brute, um, if the enemy's doing this attack, you swing this huge club, and if you do it before they can attack you, you break them out of it. 
And then there's the uh, Yokai Shift, there's Yokai Burst for the uh, Feral, which is what I'm playing, where it's like a charge, like you charge at them. It's like a dash. And what's cool with that is if they hit you when you're dashing, that's when you cancel it. So you have to, you know, the timing's different for them, but then the effects are different too, because instead of it being a strong attack, now it's a dash that I can basically use anytime I want. So if my stamina is completely depleted, even if the enemy's not doing that attack on me, I can still yokai burst away from them to avoid taking more damage if my stamina is completely out. So it's really cool the way the game lets you play and the choice it lets you make. It could drastically affect how you play. It's it's really cool, dude. It's so much fun. It's I'm not even scratching the surface of like the customization you could do. You can choose um, every weapon has a, a special an active ability. So if you're doing a combo, for example, with light attacks and you switch to a heavy attack, um, it's you can use a special combo finisher that's called an active skill. And depending on the weapon, that tree can unlock more active skills you can choose. It's oh my god, dude! It's insane. And you can add effects to each active skill kind of like grim dawn when you find uh when you fill out a um god damn it what is it when you fill out in grim dawn when you fill out one of those constellations and it lets you add a modifier to one of your moves yeah. there's a system like that where if you're filling out this uh, skill tree you can unlock like i unlocked an ability that lets me add an electric attack to my active skills so I can choose which active skill I want that electrical attack to be charged to. And it costs more stamina, but now I'm electrifying enemies when I use that skill. There's another one that lets me recharge more stamina from a uh, from a spirit charge. It's, oh, it's insane, dude. It's I love insane. stuff like that. Dude, there's so much you could do. It's very overwhelming because the game, the game throws a lot of shit at you. And it's it's very overwhelming, especially if you're if you didn't play Neo a lot like I did. I played the first Neo, but not that much. It was free on Epic, so that's why I played it. And I did like what I was getting into, but I, I felt like this it needed more to it. And Neo Two is definitely that more that it needed. And it's it's phenomenal the way it plays, dude. Seriously, like check it out. It's really really good. And there's a lot of fun to be had with this game. If you want a game, an action game, that will let you express yourself in any way you want with how you build your character out, um, even the moves you can do, uh, what the, what special effects those move ha moves have when you use them, it's, oh my god, there's so much shit here. Like, it's, it's insane. And there's a multiplayer element, too, that I haven't touched yet. Um, there's an option to go online and run, like, I, I guess they're like raids or like dungeons with other players and you can get cool loot if you do them. So that's really cool. Uh, the level design is really good. It's a Souls-like, so really solid level design that loops back around. You can find shortcuts to get back to the uh, beginning when you get really deep into it. It's it's really good. It's I, I'm, I'm not even scratching the surface of how much shit there is here. Like the game, every couple minutes is throwing like, okay, here's a new ability. Here's a new some new equipment you can equip. And this equipment has some, like, special effect. There's this armor set that has a, a chance of healing you after you kill an enemy. Like, it basically gives you, like, a minute of health regeneration. And the more pieces of armor you have equipped, the higher that chance is after a kill. It's, God, it's insane. There's this, uh, this armor I found that increases my defense based on 
one of my stats. I think it was like courage, which is a stat that affects how much health you have. And that stat directly goes into how much damage you do with a spear. <laughs> it's, oh my yeah. God, dude. Like it's, it's insane. It's insane how much shit there is in this game. Um, it, it's gonna, if you don't like that kind of stuff, it's not for you. Cause there's going to be a lot of like number crunching and optimization, I think. And because it's randomly ge- the, the loot's randomly generated, you might find loot that might be a higher level than what you're currently using. But the abilities on the u- loot you have right now might vibe better with the build you're trying to go for. So that's a big problem I have where I'm not getting better equipment because the abilities on the equipment I have right now just work better for me. But it's a lot of fun, dude. Like I, I spent a lot of time talking about this and I, I kind of want to move on now because I don't want to like over talk <laughs> it. But it's it's really, really good. Trust me. I've been having a lot of fun with it. It's hard as balls, but it's really, really good. And if you can invest the time into it to like really get a hang of it and build out your character how you want to play him, definitely do it. It's it's a it's a blast from what I've been playing. I'm 14 hours and I'm still having fun with it. Um, next game I played, and this one I played this last night, totally random. Um, I have a group chat with my cousins and my brothers. And my brother randomly messaged us and was like, hey, Strange Strange Brigade, Strange Brigade is $5 on the PlayStation Store right now. He's like, if you guys buy it, I'll buy it. And I was like, all right, $5, I'll pick it up. Uh, Strange Brigade is a, um, it's a horde shooter. Not too dissimilar to like Left 4 Dead. But... The difference is that like Left 4 Dead, where you're kind of going from point A to point B, there's also like puzzles in between that require teamwork to do and you can get more treasure. So Strange Brigade is a um, it's an action horde shooter, but the twist is that it has this ancient Egypt explorer type um background to it so you're you're these explorers you're trying to uncover these ruins and fight off this ancient evil but because of that there are like indiana jones style puzzles like scattered from the start point to the end point and the game tells you like how many puzzles you missed and how many like relics and gold you missed when you get to the end of it so there's this incentive to like look around explore in between the horde shooting to like do these puzzles they're not too complicated they're pretty simple but there's a lot of fun in them when you have a team of people trying to solve it together. And this game, I'm going to be honest, this game is James fuck. The, <laughs> aiming, the aiming's really stiff. The animations are very, also very stiff. Uh, the, it's very charming. The story's very charming. But a lot of the fun comes from playing with, with friends. If you play this game by yourself, it's going to suck. If you play this game with a bunch of randos, with your mics muted, it's going to suck. But if you're playing with some friends, some very close friends, you guys are talking, having a good time, it's seriously the best $5 I ever spent. Uh, we downloaded it around midnight is when we down- we, we had all downloaded it, and I played with my brother and my cousin until like 5 in the morning. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah, it's a, it's fun. Uh, the game is normally 50 bucks. It is not worth $50. I'm throwing it <laughs> out there right now. And honestly, the game teeters back and forth between an awesome fun hidden gem and absolute dog shit like there's some enemies in the game that are cheap as fuck some like rooms that are very cheap um there's this the the third level they introduce this uh this enemy that can throw fire at you 
but the fire is in like a straight line, like a flamethrower, and it goes for like a mile, and it does so much damage, and the game throws a whole room of them at you. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, but every character has their own special abilities to kind of get around some of the stuff. So like this guy in the that you're seeing right here in the gameplay, he has more health than the other characters. And if he performs a headshot, it blows up that enemy and does extra damage to other people. Um, there's this explorer guy you can find like hidden secrets, and he has uh, magical abilities too. Uh, there's this uh, this um, this uh, African girl who can get health from doing melee damage, and she runs faster than everyone else in the party. So there's a lot of fun there to be had with the different character varieties, and all of them have like a special ability that you get it from killing enemies, absorbing their souls. You can fill up this amulet that gives like a special attack. It's there, There's some fun to be there, but be warned, the game's very, very jank. Um, it's not as mechanically complex as something like Neo or other like very RPG-focused action games, but it's still pretty fun. And for $5 on the PlayStation Store right now, it's definitely worth it. The season pass like doubles the character roster and adds extra levels, and that's only like $3. So, you know, if you got some good friends to play with, send this out to them. The sale's good till December 23rd. I think it's fun for five dollars for the base game, another like $3.50 for the season pass. Um, it's also made by the uh Sniper Elite Zombie Army Trilogy guys. So if you see some similarity there, that's why. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's 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 pretty fun. I liked it. I liked what I was playing through. And again, this game is not worth the $50 asking price. This game is not worth that at all. And if you're playing by yourself, I would argue it's not even worth the $5. Uh, but if you're playing with friends, it's it's a pretty good time. Like we're, we're I'm talking to my cousin right now and we're making plans to play again like later tonight. <laughs> it's I was surprised how much fun I had with this. I thought it was going to be a dumb waste of time, but it's pretty fun. I liked it. Just be warned, it's jank as fuck. Like there's a lot of jank in this game that's like really frustrating. Uh, the melee attacks are very stiff, and they hold you for way longer than they should after you melee somebody. So if there's, like, more than one person, you're going to get fucking ganked by the, the second guy who you didn't punch. Um, again, some of the enemies can be stupid cheap and just take so much damage, but it's it's still fun in a weird, janky sort of way. It's still a lot of fun. <laughs> All right. Uh, shouts out to the Rad Brad and Game Riot footage here yes thank you guys for that footage it was neo 2 and strange brigade yep again a lot of fun i was surprised how much i liked it um definitely worth the five dollars spent on it god even now like i'm thinking about like how much fun it was (laughs) again it, it teeters back and forth though like there's there's moments that are just genius fun and there's other moments that are just bullshit and just straight up not fun but it's all around, it's not a bad time for five dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've been playing. That's what you've been playing. Uh, I guess it's time to go into the news. Yeah, I just want to say uh, that game is a three dollars right now on uh, Gamers Gate. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, voucher. Is there any deal? Okay, so there you go. It's definitely worth checking out. You can get it for cheap, and you have like a dedicated friend group to play with. I don't think I would have as much fun with that game if I played it by myself, if I'm being honest. Um, 
we got some news to talk about. It's been a pretty slow news week, so we got two major stories and a couple quickies to get on. Uh, first news we to talk about: uh, PlayStation is planning a new service to kind of compete with uh, Game Pass. Um, those of you who watch the show know that Wasabi and I talk a lot about Game Pass. Uh, we are huge advocates for Game Pass. Uh, we always talk about games that are on it. Uh, what great a deal! What how great a deal it is, and. We always joke that Sony's kind of losing the console war if they don't do something to compete with it. Uh, well, sure enough, here we go. According to Bloomberg, uh, Dration Schreier um, wrote an article that PlayStation is planning on a service to take on Game Pass. Um, it's going to be co- it's codenamed Spartacus right now, and it'll actually allow PlayStation owners to pay a monthly fee to access a catalog of modern and classic games. That's the part that interests me the most because right now we don't really have a lot of backwards compatibility options with PlayStation, which side tangent kind of pisses me off because the PS3 even had an option to buy some old games digitally and they were really cheap. Like I bought Parasite Eve for like PSP did. PSP had it too. And it's shared between your PSP and your PS3 library. If you bought it on PS3, you had it on your PSP and vice versa. Um, And... They took that away with the PS4. Those options aren't there. They re-released some PS2 games, but they're not the same game. It's like a like an emulation of it. Granted, okay. it's they do up. have yeah, like trophies and shit. Yeah, they have trophies. They're scaled up a little bit. Uh, but those games went from like where they were once like ten dollars to like twenty twenty five dollars now. So, bit more of a steep. And not, they're not even all there. Like. You know, the popular ones are there. I think a lot of the Star Wars PS2 games were there. Uh, Bounty Hunter, uh, Pod Racing. Um, but, you know, God Hand's not there. So that sucks. <laughs> I know, right? God Hand should be on everything. I agree. Um, <laughs> and it's super frustrating. Well, that's just like an example. But, like, it's, it's really weird to see that, you know, we had this, like, catalog. And there's some games that I paid for that I can't play on my PS4. There are PS1 games. They're, they're not on PS4 yet. Um, even though they were available on the PS3, like a like a um, a generation before, um, and now with the PS5, it's not even possible to play some of those games anymore. Um, so it's cool that they're saying that this is gonna provide a catalog of modern and classic games. I don't know what they mean by classic. They're saying PS1, cool. PS2, PS3, PSP. Okay, see that's cool. I'm totally so into that. What's crazy um, is the PSP part. Yeah, because. How how are you doing that? I, that's got to be emulation. Now there's there's already PSP emulators out there, yeah. so that that can like render the game at like twenty x resolution and all that shit. So if they're not if they're not equaling or matching that or surpassing that, then I'm, I don't even want to waste my money. Second, I'll be right back. Two seconds. Yeah. Hey. But uh. They're saying it's supposed to launch next spring and it's going to merge the subscriptions they already have. So they, you can already have a PlayStation Plus subscription and a PlayStation Now subscription. They're going to be merging that. According to this, th- this is all still rumors, by the way. It's not anything that's been confirmed by Sony up front yet. So take everything with a grain of salt. Maybe it's just, you know, still in the planning phases or maybe they're just thinking about it. But um, I'm back. Sorry about that. Uh, wife got home and the dog was going crazy um but yeah like you like you said they're they're in the planning phase right now so there's not too much yet to go on uh we don't know if it's gonna be 
we don't know how it's going to work completely. If it's going to be an existing benefit for PS Plus users, if it's going to be an extension of that yeah. with an extra fee. Well, they say um, they're saying there's going to be three tiers, and that first tier okay. would be the existing PlayStation Plus thing. Okay. And then the tier up from that would be PS4 games, eventually PS5 games, and the third tier would be everything: PS1, PS2, PS3, PSP. Okay. I guess Which... we'll have to see what the pricing is for it because right now PlayStation Plus is what like sixty dollars for a year? Depending Maybe I think go. Yeah. Be like fifty. I think I'm doing like the monthly one. I keep I keep forgetting to cancel it because I don't touch my PlayStation at all. <laughs> so we'll have to see what pricing they can do because if it's competitive with xbox or if it's competitive with game pass that would be cool to see but also the fact that they're offering older games ps2 ps1 psp games i wouldn't mind paying a higher price for that if that was an option yeah depending on like the library that they're yeah. offering and depending on look i for me i don't know if this i don't use my playstation anymore because game pass works on pc yeah Same. and it's very significant for like pc stuff if they're not offering this for pc which they're just now dipping their their toes into pc so i'll, I'll like forgive them for not having it like off the bat but if like a year passes and they're not like significantly supporting pc i don't think this is going to turn me uh, this is not yeah. going to convert me. I was thinking the same thing. Um, I don't have any interest in buying a PS5 right now because Game yeah. Pass lets me play pretty much whatever I want, and my PC can run pretty much whatever I want. So it's. I was thinking the same thing. If it's only available on a PlayStation system, it's going to be a hard sell for me um, to have another subscription to for another system I barely touch. The last time I played my PS4 was yesterday when I was playing Strange Brigade, and I can't remember the last time I played it before that, and it's kind of fucked up. Um, we'll have to wait and see what they do with it, but the fact that they're offering this huge library of games does interest me a lot. Yeah. And it depends on what they can offer in that library, because a lot of PSP games that were available physically were not available digitally when they did go to a digital uh, service to sell them. Yeah, uh, like Fantasy like... Star Online or Fantasy Star Online. Portable. Yeah, Fantasy Star Portable, perfect example. Um, a lot of Square Enix games, Birth by Sleep, uh, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep was not available digitally. Yeah. So if you had a Vita, I remember having a Vita and I wanted to buy Birth by Sleep before the uh, HD collection came out or was announced, and I was surprised that it wasn't available to buy on the digital store. And same with Crisis Core, Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core, that wasn't available digitally either when I was looking for it. Um, the only way to play them was on original PSP hardware with a physical copy. You know, those discs, they're, they're discs, so they could wear out, so they're not going to be around forever. And PSP, so, dude, PSP, I'm getting some, like, memories of PSP, man. I remember getting that, uh, that SOCOM on PSP, was amazing because it had online play you could use the it had an official microphone and you just go in there and get some really good socom action 
on on PSP. I was fucking crazy. Yeah, dude. There's some good shit on that. Uh, I remember my Vita, you know, which nobody like talks about anymore, but Vita's badass little system. I was able to uh No I mention like of Vita play. in this, which is crazy, actually. Yeah, now I'm realizing it is crazy because <laughs> the Vita had some bangers, but to be honest, like when I had my Vita, I was mainly playing like older PSP games and uh PS1 yeah. games. I remember I had my Vita and I was able to play all the Parasite E games. I can buy Parasite E one and two as a PS1 classic, and then third birthday, which was a PSP exclusive, was available digitally too. So that machine let me play through all three Parasite Eve games, which yeah. I can't think of another way to do that outside of emulating. So if I can have a similar experience with this, I would love for this to come to Vita. It's not going to, <laughs> but I would love yeah. to have a handheld way to play these, um, or at least a way that isn't dedicated, that it doesn't tether me like to my console. Uh, I, I think, think the PC version would be great, but that's I think another happen. way to uh, add some bonus to this would be to just go back and add some some achievements or trophies to these old games, yeah. because if you if you're playing RetroArch or you're you know emulating, there's they have added achievements for PS1 games, uh, and a lot of games on there have have uh, achievements now. So and I think they even exactly. did PSP now too exactly so we'll see what they're doing like i i've I've always looked at it as like a game preservation standpoint and we need a way to play these older games because hardware can die hardware can wear out so an all a digital way of preserving them would be great um and i would like to to find a legal way to do it you know i don't want to emulation exists but currently that is illegal technically so a legal way to do it would be great. And it seems like Sony's stepping up now that uh, Microsoft has kind of been leading the charge on this. Um, it will be cool to see. They have a really cool library that goes back a lot farther than what Xbox can go back to. Yeah. So it'll be really cool to see Sony do this. Um, so they're saying this is going to come out in the spring. So in a couple months, we should know something officially if it is actually okay. happening. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. But I- I'm excited. If this is true, I'm excited. I'm very excited. Um, in other news, we got uh, Take Two's being a dick, <laughs> a massive dick, according to uh, Tom Phillips from Eurogamer. Um, Take Two, the publisher for a little little known game, might have heard of it, Grand Theft Auto, um, yeah. has filed a cease and desist against Tale of Two Sons studio Hazelight. Uh, due to them believing they infringed on their trademarked name Take Two in their Game of the Year nominated title, It Takes Two. Um, there's nothing to say about this fucking frustrating and scummy thing to do. Yeah. You know, to, to see that happening. You know, this is a very great game. Like, you and I both played it. It's our nomination for Game of the Year. And it's been nominated for Game of the Year by uh, the Game Awards, not just for Game of the Year, but also I think Creative Direction is another one it got. Um, Game Story was another nomination it got. And to see them just, there's no better word for it, being bullied by Take-Two to the point where they actually did have to abandon their trademark for their game. It's bullshit. (laughs) It's fucking bullshit. It's frustrating to see this happening. And now, how is- how far did this go? Because I remember when what was it? King tried to 
claim that they own like scrolls and candy and all this other stuff. And that didn't get anywhere, I don't think. Because it's ridiculous. Is oh. this also ridiculous or this is ridiculous too. And according to uh Eurogamer, they did speak with a spokesperson from Hayes Light and they said they, they couldn't comment on what was going on, but their hopeful will be resolved soon. But they did link some other interesting tidbits on the uh, article, which you can check out if you check out the show notes here. Uh, we have a link to the original Eurogamer article. Uh, Take-Two declined to comment when uh, Eurogamer contacted them. Um, but they're not... Hazelight isn't the latest victim for these uh, trademark copyright claims by Take-Two. Um, according to Eurogamer, um, the U.S. Patent Office does show records that Take Two has been high, has been filing a bunch of name connections with words like Rockstar, Social Club, Mafia, Civilization, just to name a few of them. Um, there have been a couple companies that have already been hit by them. Uh, Beijing company named uh, Star Rocks had to get there uh, were taken down by them. Um, another a clothing company called Max Fane was also taken down. <laughs> Yeah, I know. That one kind of made me laugh a little bit because I'm like, what are you trying to do here? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if that was on purpose or what, but... That's probably just someone's name, I would imagine. I Probably. But I don't know. There's not a lot of it, it details on that. But there's a bunch of other non-gaming related businesses, restaurants, tattoo parlors, who all had the word Rockstar in their name that were contacted by Take-Two and had to either change their name or drop their trademark. Um, there's... Uh, a music book for live performances called Think Like a Rockstar had to abandon its trademark after Take Two filed a legal claim against them. They have um, to do that, or were they asked to do that? Because if they so have to the do thing. it, here's the thing um, the legal system can be really tricky because if you want to fight it, you know, it's going to be a lot of money to take that to court, drag it out. And if you're a small business trying to grow, you don't even have time to like fight this out in court. It's frustrating, but in the long run, it's going to be a lot cheaper and easier to change your name than to go up against a big company like that. Um, there is one story here. There's a Florida-based axe throwing company called Rockstar Axe Throwing that is trying to oppose their trademark grab, uh, but they're just caught up in the mess, apparently, alongside uh, Hazelight. So we'll see where this comes out of, but they've been able to successfully like bully other companies into backing down and dropping their trademarks. It's really shitty and really frustrating to see this happening because you're right. Maybe there's no judge that said they had to do it, but the threat of legal action against a small business is enough to like have people step down. Yeah. And, you know, even though, you know, legally, you know, no judge said they had to do it. Unless they want to spend all this money and time fighting it, they, they had to do it. Um, I don't think it's a controversial opinion here to say that it's a fucking bullshit tactic that Take Two is pulling. Um, I, I don't want to say there's like a malicious thing behind it, but it's just so scummy and shitty and aggressive. It's really frustrating to see, especially since uh, Take Two doesn't. They're a big name, dude. Let's be honest here. Like, now, they've published a, a ton of huge games. Grand Theft Auto alone, I can't imagine how much money that's making them. And to have to like go after these people, it's it's scummy to me. It's it's bullying and it's scummy, and I hate it. 
I hate yeah. seeing that. Um, this story just broke out yesterday, so there's not a lot of news on it. So we'll have to wait and see what else comes out of it. But I don't know. I'm hoping it doesn't go anywhere. And if you remember, there's not there, there's a lot. This is the first time something like this has happened. There was a similar issue with I think Bethesda was claiming a uh, copyright for their game Prey against another game that was called Prey, but P-R-A-E-Y. And they had to change their name to Pray for the Gods after Bethesda invoked their trademark on them. Yeah. Which, that's, that's kind of understandable. You know, a yeah. game, two games called Prey releasing within a year of each other. That's kind of understandable. But this, I don't see the logic behind it. <laughs> Uh, we'll yeah. have to wait and see, though. I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know. Maybe there is some like legal precedent needs to be set where they have to aggressively protect these trademarks, or else there's it sets a precedent they could lose their trademark if they're not actively being this aggressive. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. I work in insurance, not copyright law. So, <laughs> <laughs> and even then, I just talk about insurance. I don't talk about the legal stuff behind it. But we'll have to wait and see what happens here. But for right now, like fuck take two, dude. <laughs> yeah. that, that's that's my my opinion here. Fuck take two. Um, moving on, uh, we got some uh, Game Pass news because we talk about this every week. Uh, Anvil, the game you're talking about, is available now on Game Pass for console and PC. Archvale mm -hmm. is available for cloud console and PC. Final Fantasy 13 2 is available on console and PC. Lawn mowing simulator. Thirteen two really? You liked it? Very good game. Very good game. Yeah. No, it's universally liked. Is it? The, fir I never the first one is universally hated. Yeah, I never played after thirteen. I thought they were kind of kind of be all like it, but if thirteen two yeah. is good, I might check it out. It's very good. I like Often. almost one hundred percent of that game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do I, do I, I probably need to finish thirteen though to like really understand what's going on? Not really. The really? way that okay. they set this one up, it's kind of like it's like a do-over from everything oh. they hated about the first game. Okay, then. I'll check it yeah. out. Uh, Lawn Mowing Simulator is also available on Cloud Console and PC. Rubber Bandits, Cloud Console PC. Stardew Valley, Cloud Console PC. Warhammer 40K, Battle Sector, Cloud Console and PC. Uh, we got Space Warlord, Organ Trading Simulator. That's a fucking mouthful. That's coming out. <laughs> Cloud Console on PC December 7th. Halo Infinite is dropping December 8th. I'm excited yes. for that. Um, we'll see if we can get that shit to work because I've been having computer issues still. Oh, yeah. um, Wait, did you ever... <laughs> so I upgraded to Windows, Windows 11. Yeah. I, I upgraded to Windows 11, hoping that would fix it. It fucking didn't. So I'm having the exact <laughs> same problem. Um, and I just didn't have... After installing Windows, I just didn't have the energy to like call Microsoft. I'll probably do it on my next day off. But goddamn, dude, I just want to play the beta. And, I, and I'm at this point where, like, the game comes out in, like, four days. Maybe once it's out of beta, I'll be able to just play the game. But we'll see. Um, uh, I don't think they're going to do it. I don't think calling... I don't think they can do anything if you call them. I think that's a waste of time. That's... I don't know what to do. <laughs> it just doesn't start. <laughs> I fucking... I click on it. I see a loading icon. And then the loading icon just goes away. I just. What do you think it, they're gonna do? What they're going to do is this, they're gonna copy and paste you 
the the standard thing is like having troubles with game pass uh try uh doing this thing and you already know before you even read it you already know that it's going to be some bullshit that you've already tried or you know definitely is not going to work uh like every anytime you have an issue with like a Microsoft thing, they just get they just give you the same standard fucking oh try deactivating your firewall and then turn it back on though because we really like those analytics, uh like that shit is like I I hate dealing I'm with Microsoft hoping, shit because it's it's strictly a Game Pass thing because it's like because I had this other issue with Back for Blood, um I would try to load Back for Blood and the uh, anti cheat I would get the loading screen for Back for Blood with the anti cheat loading uh bar that would load up all the way and then just crash the game would just wouldn't start um so i think there's something with whatever anti-cheat software they have in infinite and whatever they have in their games that are causing me these issues um and i think it's just game pass because i load up steam and i try to play um i should probably just download the halo infinite beta on steam and see if it lets me play it there i just thought i just thought of that right now god damn it but <laughs> Uh, the Master Chief Collection uses the same anti-cheat software that Back for Blood does, and that loads just fine. You know, it takes a, the, the the I see the loading screen, it loads, Master Chief Collection boots up. So I think there's something with Game Pass that's giving me these issues. I don't know what it is, but that's I'm hoping maybe Microsoft is like, oh, we get this all the time. Just do this, 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 and this. But I don't know. Maybe I'm putting too much faith into like a customer service call center. You really but, are. <laughs> but my, my worry. Have, you must be new to this. <laughs> my worry is that I'm hoping it's just the beta that's causing me these issues. And once Infinite releases full, I can play it. But I don't want to have this problem with Halo Infinite and any other like major games that come out. Because there goes like a good chunk of playable Game Pass content. And if it's just Game Pass giving me this shit, I want to fix it. Um, the, so that's the, why. The only solution that I found that works 100% with any issue with Windows is just completely reinstalling Windows. I don't want to do that. That's yeah, like you don't want thing. to. That's an all-day thing, dude. Once you, <laughs> once you do weekend. it, once you do it, and like everything's working, you're like, I'm done. That's it. Until something else I, breaks. <laughs> I am so against that. I'm willing to call customer service before I do that. All right. Well, customer service is going to be an week. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe it won't be a problem. Maybe I'll just give up and just like. I would put money them. on them giving you just a copy paste. Just uh, try running a virus scan or. Uh... And it re-enable Edge browser. Everyone likes to disable that, but if you enable it, it comes with all these features. And it's like shit you already know is not gonna work, but they're gonna just paste it because that's what they have to do. The only thing I can think of is that maybe there might be some like administration privileges that aren't avail that aren't like being allowed on Game Pass. But I don't know how that could happen because Game Pass is a fucking Microsoft software. So yeah. I don't know what could what it could be, but it's so frustrating. I've been dealing with this on and off. Like I'll work on it for like a couple hours and then be like, okay, I'm I'm tired. I'm gonna go do something else. Here's a legit. Here's a legit one that might. Is it? Does it ask you every time you launch a game? Does it ask you to like log into your Xbox account? It used to. It used to until I made my micro my Xbox account my main account on the on my Microsoft Store. 
Mine, mine is my main account, but it asks me every time it'll pop up and go, "Hey, are you wasabi ice cream?" And I always have to like authorize it, uh, or like verify it's me or whatever. Just hitting so the it, button, like a thing pops up, I just hit a button and then it goes. It used to do that until because I had a different Microsoft account for my Microsoft Store versus Game Pass because my Game Pass is my Xbox account. Yeah, and they were different accounts, different email addresses. And That's it used weird. to do that. It used, yeah, it used to do that because your Microsoft account is what you log into on your on your Windows. computer. Yeah, yeah, on Windows. And my Game Pass was a different account I had when I still had an Xbox. So I don't know why I did that. <laughs> to be honest, I just I fucked myself over making this more complicated. Now that could um, that could be it because if that's when it's crashing, like when that pop up would come up. It's like right at be like right at the beginning. So it used to do that until I went into the Microsoft Store, made my Game Pass account my main account, and now I don't get that pop up. And even then, when I was getting that pop up, I was able to play the black the Back for Blood beta just fine. But oh. now I can't play the Back for Blood game. So something happened. Something happened. I don't know what <laughs> happened, but something fucking happened that <laughs> fucked my shit up. And now I gotta figure out what it is, and I've been dealing with this forever. I was hoping it's funny because fix it, but it something happened. happened is the exact error that comes up in a lot of Windows error messages. It's just like something happened. Uh, call customer service. Like it's literally the error that comes up. Dude, it's been. I haven't been working on this like religiously. I don't want everyone to sound to sound like I've been working on this nonstop day and night for like three weeks or something. But <laughs> Plays I would work on it on and off. Uh, I would work on it on and off, and it's fucking frustrating as a motherfucker. <laughs> well, let us know how that customer service goes next week, because uh, I would put money on them doing exactly what I said they were going to do. I mean, we'll see. I might not even call them. I'll probably just, like... Try enabling Cortana. Try. She can help you with a lot of things. And it's like, no, <laughs> I know Cortana's not going to do anything with this. I don't know. So there's something going on there. And, you know, Clay's, like, PC Master Race law. Okay, fair enough. You know, this is one issue one guy is having. I am apparently the only person on the internet having this issue because I looked this shit up and no one else knows what I'm talking about. That's so, how it works. That's how it that's how it works. So, you know, one issue I have like a million. You know, I could say the same thing when like the Xbox Red Ring was a problem. But whatever. Um it's just this is a me problem. And I'm still able to play everything else on it. It's just Game Pass is giving me shit. So we'll see. I'm going to try downloading the beta onto Steam to see if it's just like a Game Pass thing. I'm I'm 98% sure it's a Game Pass thing. Because other games with the same anti-cheat software work just fine. But it's a weird issue because I don't even get a screen with Halo. It's just a little loading icon around my uh, my mouse cursor and then it just stops. And I pull up Task Manager, and it shows Halo Infinite loading, and then that goes away. And then the Windows error reporting thing pops up for like a second on Task Manager, and then that goes away. Try, uh, did you try running Windows Update? You know, they release a lot of updates, like, once a week, so... <laughs> I... Fuck you. <laughs> the last time I checked for an update was 1 p.m. today. So... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Moving on. I'm getting depressed. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, One Piece Pirate Warriors 4. 
Cloud Console PC December 9th. Aliens Fireteam Elite Cloud Console PC December 14th. And Among Us will be available on console December 14th. Uh, that's it for Game Pass. Uh, we got PlayStation Plus games for December. Godfall Challenger Edition, PS5 Banger. and PS4. That game that was a fucking launch title for PS5 and still underperformed, even though it was the only game available for PS5. And it was so, it sold so badly, they retroactively released it on PS4. <laughs> yeah, that game. Yeah. Yeah. PlayStation Plus now. They're giving you both versions at least, which I guess yeah. they got enough backlash that they're doing that now. Yeah, but if you look, that's like the only PS5 game on this list because Lego DC yeah. Super Villains is on PS4. Uh, Mo- Mortal Shell is on PS4. Persist The Persistence is uh, VR. Walking Dead Saints and Sinners is VR. And uh, Until You Fall is also on VR. Um, all the VR games will be available till Monday, January 3rd. Honestly, yes, I might is. just try Godfall just to so I could shit talk it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is a pretty pathetic list. This I, I have to say. Yes. Um, Mortal Shell is dope from what I hear, but uh, if you if you only had a PS5 and you're like, yeah, I want something, you know, PS Plus, man, they're giving it to us. Well, yeah, yeah. there are. I don't know. Oh, shit. So, apparently, the Challenger edition of Godfall yeah. is just the multiplayer stuff. It doesn't have the campaign. It doesn't have the campaign. <laughs> I, I didn't even think that was, like, a different thing. I thought that was just, like, an updated version or something. That's what I thought. But, no, apparently, the Challenger edition focuses on three modes, Lightbringer, Dreamstone, Ascended Tower of Trials, which sounds like the uh, multiplayer stuff. But it does not include the Godfall and Fire and Darkness campaign. So, fucking why? <laughs> I mean, who's playing this game? <laughs> like, <laughs> this game well, was. I'm the sure a lot of people will like, after this, but this game was the only new IP available on the PS5 at the, at the time of launch. It's still undersold. Like, why are you locked? Is the campaign really that important to lock it off? Really? It's also on PC, and no one's like... Yeah, no one bought it on that, because it's a shit game. Just from the trailers, I can tell, this is the most, like, generic, like, stiff-looking combat I've ever seen. And this is coming from someone who plays a lot of, like, action games. Like, Godfall did not impress me from the gameplay I was seeing. And it, it had a lot of the annoying bullet spongy enemies you see in other looter shooters, but in a melee-focused combat game? Fuck no. That sounds awful. <laughs> and yeah. at least I can play the story for free. Is it even, like, a takeaway now? Because the story's not even there. I gotta play the shitty multiplayer looter shooter stuff that nobody liked. Um, I don't even know if the story was any good, because no one fucking talked about this game. That's the worst part. <laughs> no one talked about this game. I can understand if the game was shitty... And it was getting all these negative reviews, but nobody talked about it. It was so underwhelming that the whole world collectively forgot it existed until Sony was like, let's release it on PS4 now. <laughs> what kind of game are you releasing that it was a flagship title for your new system and it actually gets attention when you release it for the system before it? Like, Jesus Christ. Uh, fuck that game. <laughs> I, might, I might check it out just to check it out since it's 
I keep accidentally paying for PlayStation Plus, so I don't even think it's worth like my time to download it. Honestly, it's not worth the bandwidth, <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll see. I might have it. I'm not playing Halo right now, so <laughs> I have something to occupy my time. Um, all jokes aside, though, the lineup is kind of meh. Mortal Shell is pretty new, right? That just came out like a month ago, so that's pretty exciting to see. Um, the Lego games are always like, you know, that Mortal Shell and... came out like last year, but did it? I don't remember. Going on that, I thought it was relatively new. Uh, the Lego games are always like, okay, yeah, it came out August 2020, Mortal Shell, so it is a year old game, but still, uh, the Lego games are always a pretty safe bet. Like they're pretty fun, inoffensive time wasters. Sight fucking uh, is broken, dude. <laughs> What is? I cannot scroll down. They're like, their blog site is just super broken. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay, the first comment is just talking about how many trophies they're getting for free, so. Well, Jesus. Not, not even. <laughs> oh, and then, and then they're saying, you do not get Godfall, you get an endgame demo. <laughs> <laughs> They fool us. At least I have Lego. <laughs> Easy platinum. Okay. Anyway. You want to uh, add more insult to injury? But Apparently Godfall Challenger Edition is going to be free on the Epic Game Store. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my God, dude. Nobody wants this game. They're putting this game everywhere. And every time they talk about it, someone either gets pissed off or ignores it. <laughs> oh, my God. It's fucking embarrassing, dude. This is coming... I, I usually like to be, like, the nice guy. You're like, oh, we'll wait and see. It's not my cup of tea, but I'm sure someone will like it. I have nothing nice to say about Godfall. Like, at all. <laughs> this is the most I've shit-talked a game I've never even played. But just everything about it just looks so underwhelming. Okay, I'll check it out. On. I load yeah. up Outriders just to check it out and regretted that, but... <laughs> This this can't be that bad, right? Oh god, I want you to like separate that clip of you saying that and then play <laughs> it for the podcast next week. <laughs> Just to save that clip and play it for the podcast next week. Um we'll do. Jokes aside, uh the lineup's kind of more so missed than it is hit. The VR games are cool, but does anyone really have a VR right now? Uh, PSVR PSVR is still pretty hot yeah but we'll see I mean I don't even I don't even know why I'm playing PlayStation Plus anymore if I'm being honest I don't play my PlayStation either but this this whole lineup is kind of underwhelming Um, moving on uh, quickies Quake is getting an update (laughs) yes Quake is getting an update those who don't Um, remember we got a Quake uh not like a remaster, like a Quake, like, what would you call this? Like a Quake... Update. update? I mean, they yeah. updated the game in 2021 and, yeah. like, literally updated it. Uh, and then updated it two more times after that to add even more crazy stuff. Basically, yeah. they've added a... Uh, the equivalent to Call of Duty Zombies. They added a horde mode that's made by Machine Games with four-player co-op. And you can play with bots. Uh, this is insane. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
because it's, it's completely it's designed by machine games like it, like completely it's just a, a totally new mode for quake a game that came out in the 90s uh which they're now updating in 2021 uh with additional shit and this is insane whenever they do this i'm like you guys are crazy uh so yeah they've added basically a, a horde mode uh and you get like silver keys you get loot it's 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 if you've ever played call of duty zombies that's what this sounds like i haven't tried this yet uh but it sounds like call of duty zombies but it has like an end to it like you escape or you could just keep going and yeah. so they added that and they also added a new campaign that's also developed by someone at machine games uh, Christian Grower, uh, who's a senior level editor at Machine, has created a new campaign, and it looks dope. Not a lot of information about it, but it looks dope. Apparently, it was a mod. I'm looking into it. I'm seeing like posts about a mod called Honey. Yeah, yeah. For back in the day, I guess it's the thing. It's like a separate. It's a co-op, like expansion campaign slash level thing and there's not a lot of details on it but it's it's a co-op thing you delve into uh you delve into darkness to conquer a deadly plague infecting the land is all we have about it but it seems like a dungeon crawler type of experience in quake which i think i can fuck with that <laughs> that sounds pretty cool yeah but it's and... really cool to see this game getting this attention like it looks dope and I guess with this, they they added official like mod support, so you can just go in there and just download mods and just uh, activate them, deactivate them, and, and and try stuff out, which is also really cool. But I I just love seeing like they're just doing work on Quake, still like twenty years later, <laughs> uh, because like they put out that Quake Two RTX thing. Uh, and then they put this out, which is just awesome. And now it's got like full controller support and full online play, and kind of just resurrected Quake in a way. Yeah. And again, like I was saying earlier, coming from someone who's never played the original Quake, I played a lot of Quake inspired games. Yeah. I played um, Unreal Tournament a little bit. I played a you know a little bit of that. Um. So I played a lot of Quake-inspired games, a lot of Quake competitors, but never Quake. So this will be cool to check out because this will be a fun experience for me. I'm basically playing, like, the best version of that game right now. So that's cool. Um, I downloaded it. I might check it out later, uh, but we'll see. But this looks really cool. This is a really good, fun time to, like, exist right now, to be seeing this happening. And, you know, if you have Game Pass, Quake is on Game Pass. Yeah. I think this guy... Uh, this guy that's now the the senior level designer. Wait, what is he? He he's a senior level designer for machine games, but I think he started out making like Quake mods. Like this is an interview with him. Yeah, yeah. If you look at the article that's cited here, if you look at the add-on where it takes you to the uh, interview with them. It 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 links it to to the Bethesda forums, 
And it talks about how, like, Hani was, like, a mod that was made into a fi- an official add-on. Yeah. So that's really cool to see, like... I'm not big on Quake lore, so I don't know if this is, like, lore-friendly or if there even is, like, really a lore to Quake to, like, worry about. But it's cool to see that it is being recognized as it's as a thing. But this looks cool. Yeah. This looks cool. This is the best. I'm going to download Quake and definitely try it out maybe later tonight, but we'll see. I, re- um, I reinstalled it when, I, when this came out. Yeah. I've never played it, so this will be cool to see for me. Should I just jump into the horde mode or, like, play the campaign? Like, if I played a first-person shooter in the last, like, ten years, I should be able to play this, right? You could just I play played... it. It's it's very, yeah. uh, like, it's not very difficult. It's got yeah, difficulty. I played Quake Champions quick a lot. I played Quake Champions, so, yeah, I kind of got an idea. Speaking of Quake Champions, uh, we are getting some... That still exists, surprisingly. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, which I did like Quake Champions a lot. I'm just gonna throw that out there. I played the shit out of that when it went uh, free to play about what two years ago, three years ago, and I played the shit out of that for like a good solid six months, and I was having a blast with it. Um, kind of fell off of it. I kind of want to fall back into it because I did like it. Uh, but we are getting some uh, updates to that. The original uh, Quake guy, the Ranger skin, is available on Quake Champions, but it's the original like blocky looking skin. That's really funny. Yeah, and we did have a, ra- a a ranger skin for the Doom Slayer and Doom Eternal as well as also coming to that game. So that's really cool to see. You know, those franchises getting uh some updates. Again, totally forgot Quake Champions exists. Might re-download that too. Um, we also got another quickie. Uh, Dead by Daylight is going to be free on the Epic Game Store till December 9th. So go ahead and nab that if you want to play that. Um, I've never played Dead by Daylight, but it's been getting a lot of attention for the last couple of years. A lot of updates, a lot of tie-ins with like Stranger Things and Evil Dead. I think, right? Or am I making that up? Yeah. Well, no, Evil Dead I think has its own thing coming. Yeah, you're right. It has its own game coming out, but I did get a tie-in with Stranger Things, and I think there's one other. Oh, um, Hellraiser. I got a tie-in with Hellraiser too. Yeah. Um. So that's really cool to see. It's really funny to see that because like we did get. This is basically what the uh, the Friday the Thirteenth game was trying to be, but you know that game is gone now. It's dead, and Dead by Daylight's still going. <laughs> the only thing that would make this great is if Dead by Daylight got like a Jason crossover, because <laughs> then now we wouldn't need the Friday the Thirteenth game. But this is this is cool. Um, I this, I've been looking for an excuse to try this game out, and being free on Epic, yeah, I'll add it to my library. I don't. I don't hate Epic like some people do. So this will be cool. I'll just enjoy the free games. <laughs> <laughs> have you played Dead by Daylight? Like I've never played it. Yeah, I have a friend who's into it, and she like she got me to play it once, and I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. But basically, you like there's a bunch of survive. It's like the the Dragon Ball game that. Uh, yeah. It's like the same. It's the same exact thing. Like all the survivors have to kind of work together to kind of set up these generators across the map, and then a yeah. door opens that you can escape escape from. All the yeah. while, the killer is like tracking you, but the killer only can only play in first person, and all the survivors can play in third person. So you guys can like look around corners and utilize parts of the map where the um, killer has like a limited field of view and. 
uh, I think they move slower and stuff like that. So it's a kind of it's still it's still balanced, even though the the killer has all these power that they can use. That's really cool. I will definitely check it out then. Maybe it might be some fun to stream on the show. Um, but yeah, moving on. We got some new trailers and videos for you guys. We got Sons of the Forest, an exclusive trailer dropped. Uh, that game set to go out May twentieth, twenty twenty two. Um, so Pretty is this like a sequel to the forest or yeah yeah it's, okay. a, it's the new the forest game and it this trailer looks both janky in terms of like the animation quality but also fucking awesome in turn like when it when you finally get underground and all the lighting and shadows and the monsters looks like scary as fuck it's funny you bring this up because um if you scroll, if you watch the trailer, scroll down a little bit. There's a comment by uh, Purposeless Rabbit Holes, who's a YouTuber I follow, and he did a video on the forest that actually kind of convinced me into getting this game. Um, apparently, like the AI have a very dynamic system where they'll actively like communicate with each other, and if you fuck with them, they'll like fuck with you. And you can actually get into situations where you'll see, like, different factions fighting each other. And it goes on in the background. So you could actually, like, walk into, like, an area and there's a bunch of dead bodies. There's a fight that happened that you weren't there to see. Um, and the way he talked about it, it, like, really convinced me to, like, check it out. And yeah. this looks like just more of that. And if that, that's still here in this game, like, fuck it, I'll try it. It looks dope. Yeah, the game's really cool. I just never liked the permadeath parts of it yeah. like it's one of the reasons why i like grounded is because grounded is like this but a lot more forgiving it, it just sucks like when you put so much time into like building up this thing uh i guess it's because this has an end game like it has you can finish the game in this yeah whereas like grounded is more just like hey just survive and explore and build but that probably has an end game too, but it's still early access. Yeah. But this this trailer is like tripping me out though, because like there's all <laughs> these weird monsters and this crazy shit. There's like what is that? Like a big blob thing throwing babies at people? Like at the end? Like Yeah, the monster designs are disgusting. Yeah. But like amazing at the same time. It's uh I like it. Yeah, I'm definitely checking this out. I might check out the first forest now then, because this looks really cool. Yeah. Um, we also got a look at a Minecraft Caves and Cliffs update part two. Um, apparently, there's a big update coming out with a huge, uh, with a huge scalable mountains. Uh, they basically enhance the uh, the height and depth of the Minecraft world. So now you can scale higher areas and you can dig deeper than you could before. And they added new um, biomes, like cave biomes, you can actually discover. And um, new, um, that's what I'm looking for. Um, damn it, new like uh, ore veins you can discover too. So there, there's some pretty cool things coming out here, kind of changing the way the Minecraft world generation works. Which is it's cool to see. Like Minecraft has been around forever and it's cool to see them still trying to shake it up a little bit and change like how the game can surprise you. Even if you play through the game a lot, it'll be cool to experience you know, yeah. new biomes maybe you haven't seen before or new cave structures you've never seen before. 
I need to like get back into this game. I bought it. I bought it originally through uh, Mojang before Xbox bought them out, so I still have that. I think yeah. I remember my my Mojang login. But this is cool. This is really cool to see. And you know, people talk a lot of shit about Minecraft, but it's a very like fun, like pure gaming experience that that it's just cool to see it still still happening. I mean, yeah. out of all like the really popular games out, I think Minecraft is like one of the better ones. Trailer is incredible too. <laughs> trailer is incredible. Like, does not get enough attention this trailer. But this looks really cool. Um, can't wait to see that happen. Um, there's also some like dev videos if you want to look at some of the behind the scenes stuff, like what they're adding to it. But I always wanted Ooh. Minecraft to be more of like a loot game. Like Same. if I'm going to explore, like I'm not a fan of the crafting or mining part of it. It's more like I like exploring, just finding interesting stuff, but it's never been that. Like if I go down to a cave, I just want to find like treasures. And I think you can do that. I think you can do that, but not a lot of it. Yeah, because that's the main focus of it. And that's something that's another thing I like about Grounded is I like like the idea of like braving the elements, discovering uh, new areas and the game tells you, like, you know, what to do. You know, it's yeah. like, you know, here's, like, an underwater area. There's, like, a thing down here. Craft some underwater equipment to do it. Um, and the crafting that's there, that's, like, that's a means to an end. You know, it's not, like, a Lego game, like what my, like a lot of people played Minecraft for. Yeah. It's a survival game. So you're sitting on a base camp. You're crafting uh, equipment to fight off enemies. And there's actual, like, RPG element to it, too, that I really like. I mean, Minecraft does have that now. It does have like yeah. There's like several end games and um like RPG elements and survival elements and all that stuff. So it does it does do that. Okay. But it's all based around like you going down and mining all your own resources, not necessarily like just going down and finding. Oh, I found this cave and there's all these treasure chests and oh shit, an enchanted like it does have that. But it doesn't have enough of it to where it's like, I want like every cave I go into, like, it's the same problem I had with Conan Exiles. Like Conan Exiles is basically like a more realistic, like, it's like Breath of the Wild Minecraft. Um, but like the people who that? were. Oh, sorry. What was that? Uh, that game we talked about last week that was, uh, that was very similar to Minecraft, but it looks like it was doing what you wanted it to do. Oh, uh, high pixel, high tail. Yeah, Hytale. That, that one was only just announced, but that does sound more closer to what I'm looking for, which is like, yeah. I want a video game. Like, I want a game where it's just like, hey, we generate this dungeon and there's loot inside of it. So go in there and get it. Yeah. Not necessarily like Minecraft. It's like, there's a dungeon here, but there may or may not be something in there. We don't know. Uh, I mean, Terraria kind of does that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would love to see something like a Terraria with like a Minecraft like scope. That would be yeah. cool to see. Um, and it looks like Hytale's doing that, so that'll be cool when that whenever Riot releases that. Um, you also got to look at Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe, which yes, I didn't know this was happening. <laughs> yeah, apparently. So is this like an expansion for Stanley Parable? No, it's a re. It's a remake. <laughs> it's a. They're like, they're remaking it and adding a shitload of fuck to it as well. Oh, wow. Um, 
And this has been, like, they've been working on this for a very long time. Because I guess the original Stanley Parable is technically not done. So they're, like, making it again and enhancing everything about it and adding a ton of stuff to it as well. And then it's going to launch on everything, even the consoles and, and PC and everything. That'd be cool to see. I'm well, excited for this. Parable. Yeah, I am too. I had Stanley Parable on Steam, and I got a couple like really weird endings that I really liked, and it's a yeah. fun experience. I don't want if you haven't played Stanley Parable yet. I'm not going to spoil anything, but it's trust me, it's a fun experience. You could only get in a video game. I'll leave it at that. It's a video yeah. game experience. You can only get in a video game. And, and that, have, this is what this coming out is what I, I asked that question in the Discord. I was like, "What is it? What are games that only work as a video game? Because games try to typically a lot of them try to mimic like movies and TV shows and shit, and they would kind of just work if they were. And some of them would work better if they were just a movie or a TV show, like The Last of Us or, <laughs> or a lot yeah. of the Uncharted games, or you know." But Stanley Perry yeah. was a perfect example of a game that you could not make a movie out of this. It would, it's impossible. Yeah. yeah, and I joked a little bit in that chat. You know, I said Tetris. <laughs> yeah. One. Oh, you'd be surprised. Um, I they could find something out for, for Tetris. I think. But my 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 main go to whenever this conversation comes up is Undertale. That's another one that's like I don't want to spoil anything, but the game being a game is very important to the story and. Anything yeah. you transfer, any if you try to move that to something else, it would stop working. If it's a book, yeah. a TV show, fucking play, a visual novel, actually maybe a visual novel, <laughs> you might really get to work. Um, but there's a lot of stuff that just would not work if it was made to another medium. And Stanley Parable is definitely up there. But those are the only two examples I can think of, like Stanley Parable and uh, and um, Undertale. Yeah. Uh, but this is cool to see. Hopefully, because I have the original Stanley Parable, so hopefully there will be like a uh, there will be like a discount some way to upgrade. Yeah, an upgrade path for it, so I'm not like dropping dime for a whole new game. Which, if I had to, I don't think it'd be the worst thing in the world. I think Stanley Parable was only like what 15 bucks when it came out, so I wouldn't mind like paying that again. I just I just looked. <laughs> This trailer has like a fake like Firefox in it and they have other tabs that says it's a Google search for I can't see outside and they have another tab that's coworker ASMR YouTube search. <laughs> like, oh, that's so why I love about this game is that it's like they're funny, but they don't like smack you in the face with all the jokes they're making. Like some of it, you just have to like stop and look and go. Is this like were they really? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited for this man because they've 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 there've been there've been so many uh copycats for this game too, and none of them hit none of them hit the same way. So, uh, these guys these guys are original. They're, they're the ones. They're the ones, man. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited for. for... That's uh that's yeah. next year too. Yeah, that's next year. Um, yeah, it's dope. It looks really cool. I I really want to check it out, and I'm excited for that to come out. And again, I hope there's an upgrade path to experience this game again. It's been long enough that like it'll be a fresh experience to get back into. 
I have full faith this game is going to surprise me. I have full faith it's going to surprise me. Um, we also got to look at a Kingdom of Amalur Reckoning, Fate Sworn. Uh, those of yeah. you who forget or don't remember, Kingdom of Amalur got a re-release called the Re-Reckoning. Dumb fucking name. And it came with all the original DLC, all the original expansions, and with the promise of another expansion coming out called Fate Sworn. Uh, that had not come to fruition yet. And we didn't know anything about it, how it was going to play, how it was going to look, what the expansion was going to add. Uh, but now we got a trailer for it. Uh, still no gameplay. That's the weirdest thing, because this is yeah. coming out like in a week. <laughs> A week yeah. and a half, and this is what we get. I, I don't know. This is like kind of disappointing, if you ask me. Now, but I agree. And here's my thing with the uh, Kingdom of Amalur. It's got potential. It's got a lot of potential to be a really fun game. It's got a really cool, like, kind of choose your own path in how you how you build your character. It's got a a free flowing class system, so it's not like you're you're stuck with one class. You can invest points in whatever you want. It's very similar to uh, if you guys have played uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, they kind of ripped the idea from Amalur full wholesale. Um, you can have uh, different classes depending on what points you have invested. So if you have points in Might and points in Magic, you can be like a Warcaster, and that changes your abilities. So instead of like, so now uh, you can when you tell when you dash like a teleport. And when you take or deal damage, it fills up your magic meter. So there's some cool things in there to like let you kind of play however you want, which I really like. The problem with the game is it's the budget gets in the way. It has this huge, huge open world that's fucking empty. And you spend forever <laughs> just running from one place to another. If you have quests that take you around the map, it can take you forever to finish them because of how big the world is and with how little there is to do just lining from one quest to another spending forever to get to places um because of the budget the character models are all very simple so there's this quest that really drove me nuts about this like spider queen it's like her attacking this uh the city and when you finally meet this like this crazy spider queen she's a mod the, the model for her is just a normal fey mod like you've seen already um Little things like that would get in the way of my enjoyment of the game. So hopefully with this expansion that is completely new to the game, because this game came out like what, 2015, 2013? So know. yeah, Kingdom of Amalur is fucking old. Um, so to see this expansion that's supposed to be like this new thing, hopefully, you know, a lot of my problems with the levels, uh, the environment design, and the uh obvious like copy paste character model stuff hopefully that won't be there in this expansion it'll actually be what the game should have been but we'll see i mean we we didn't see anything from this trailer which kind of pisses me off and honestly kind of rubs me the wrong way and makes me feel like maybe i'm not gonna get what i want out of this yeah because uh, it does come out december 14th so in like a little over a week I just looked it up. Kingdom of Amalur came out in 2012. That is almost a 10-year-old game. So we'll have to wait and see. I think Kingdom of Amalur has potential to be something great. But 
the obvious setbacks from development that held it back originally maybe hopefully won't be there in these expand this expansion but we'll have to wait and see um we also got a teaser for dead cells new expansion the queen and the sea which and we can just talk about dead cells really quick this is a fucking awesome game that just yeah. keeps delivering awesome content i need to get back into this like i haven't played this since the original release of it um, right now, the Queen and the Sea will be available. Uh, they say uh, quarter one of twenty twenty two for five dollars. So find me five dollars for more dead cells. Like yeah, sign me up. <laughs> and probably one of the more interesting games to see here, which is funny to say because all these games are really interesting for the most part. Uh, we got a look at River City Saga: Three Kingdoms. <laughs> yeah. This so, looks crazy. They only showed this in like a Japanese. I don't even know what this is a part of, but basically they put this out. I guess it's only coming out in Japan for right now. There's no English subtitles on this. There's no English anything. So, but it's a Three Kingdoms game, or yeah. it's a River City game based on Three Kingdoms story. Yeah. Uh, legend, uh, which is crazy, and they've added like a whole bunch of like RPG mechanics and upgrade systems. There's co-op. There's a lot of stuff. They've built this into like a River City game. Yeah, and it looks like incredible. It still has that, you know, simple River City like art style. But what's cool with River City is that it has a very surprisingly pretty deep like combat system. Yeah. Around like the final. Have you ever played uh, the Scott Pilgrim game? They basically ripped off the River City formula like wholesale for the Scott Pilgrim game. Um, but without like as many RPG mechanics. And this looks incredible. Like I really like the way this looks. It looks like a lot of fun. Um, I played River City Girls, and that was a fucking blast. I had a blast with that. Um, this is a more simple design with the original River City like look and aesthetic, but with this Three Kingdoms element to it of like ancient war torn China, looks cool. There's some platforming stuff in here too that looks really cool. Like I, I'm really excited for this, and I hope it makes its way stateside because I really, really, really like what I'm looking at here. Yeah, and I I can't I don't know exactly what. <laughs> There, uh, I tried to watch it with like the translation and it didn't make any sense. <laughs> so the auto translates like dog shit. Don't even bother. Yeah. yeah. So, but you can kind of make stuff out just by watching it. It's not too complicated. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It just, it looks super cool. It looks super cool. And I like that they're staying true to the, uh, the, the river city stuff too. Yeah. It's really cool. I really like what I'm looking at here, and I hope it makes its way stateside. I really, really hope it makes its way stateside because I want to play this. Um, um, and as far as from what I can tell, it's an Arxis game too. Yeah, posted on their channel, so I have no idea. Yeah, Arc System Works makes a ton of shit. Uh, they made, I think they worked on most of the River City games, at least the recent ones. Uh, they made, they worked on River City Girls, which is phenomenal. So I have no doubt this is going to be dope. 
really. I have no doubt this is going to be fun as fuck. I just hope it comes to the States because I don't want to. Lou Boo is in it. Need some Lou Boo. Yeah. So I didn't know this. I thought like the Three Kingdoms, like an ancient like legend. Apparently, like it's based on like an actual like war, like a war torn age in China where three like regions of China like split off and basically fought for control. So all these characters like Lu Bu, uh, Guan Yao or Guan Yu, these are all like real people that have just been romanticized through like yeah. storytelling and legend, especially the Dynasty Warriors games. I like, did that too. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that. So fun little fact there. Um, so it's really cool to see that uh, implemented here because I can see that that inspiration here and I really like it. God, this looks like fun. I can't. I, I hope it comes stateside, dude. I really, really hope it comes stateside. Because this looks like a blast. Uh, we got some game releases, too, everybody. Uh, Tuesday, December 7th, we have the new uh, Final Fantasy XIV expansion and Walker uh, set to release for PC, PS4, and PS5. Uh, we also got Spellforce 3 Reforce set to come out on PC December 7th as well. And December 8th, we got Halo Infinite coming out. Hopefully, I can play that when it comes out. Yeah. Not going to have my hopes up, but I'll probably just watch you play it if I can't play it. I need to barrel through the rest of all of Halo. <laughs> Good uh, luck doing that in like four days. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'm going to do it in four days. Maybe I'll just like hold off on this until... Okay. That right now. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll just jump right into it. Because is the, is the story really so important? I mean... There's a lot of story in those games. I don't know if anyone's really following it that closely, unless you're like diehard Halo. But I was diehard Halo back in the day, but I stopped really playing after like Reach. I didn't even get that far. So Halo Two was the last one I really played. But even then, like even when I play, I played Halo One and Two, but I was never paying attention to the story. It was, they were just fun shooters, you know. I always paid attention when I was a kid. I never read the expanded universe stuff, but I always paid attention to the story when I was a kid. But I was I was a dumb kid. Like I didn't have the brain capacity for storylines. <laughs> <laughs> I just I was just like, ooh, fun shooter, yay! Yeah, and it is a fun shooter. So maybe if that's all you care about, like definitely play it just for that. Yeah, but now that I'm more intelligent, uh, I think I can appreciate a good story now. So I kind of yeah. want to go back and that but. um we also for releases we got december 9th loop hero is coming to switch uh that's a game you played a little bit you liked it right you recommend it yeah great game uh it's a card-based game it turned me from a person who hates card-based games to oh no actually is this is there's something here there's something here so very interesting very difficult i've only beaten the first boss in which at the time i thought was the entire game was only one boss <laughs> and then they're like oh there's more i was like oh shit like that's how long <laughs> it took me to beat it to where i thought that was the entire game <laughs> all right so, so good bang for your buck then yeah um we also got um another release coming out december 9th a uh, monster hunter murder monster hunter monster rancher one and two dx now oh, I forgot this was happening. <laughs> I don't even know who this is for or who is excited for this because these are straight up those PS1 games yeah. and they're charging thirty some thirty dollars for this. So there's a lot more to it that was in the original PS1 game. 
Um, is there? Because yeah, oh. if you scroll down, the only thing that they've said they've changed was they've uh, made some most requested improvements and made it more comfortable to play. And they changed that little CD system. They had a system where you pop in the CD to your PlayStation and you can extract like the data from it and create monsters from yeah. your CDs, which is really cool. I love when games do stuff like that. Um, they yeah. changed that so you can just search a CD and and download whatever monster was attached to it, which is really cool. Yeah, um, that but is really cool to see. As far as uh, I can tell, those did... are the only changes they made. So looking at it, um, it said that they added an online feature. So now you can acquire new monsters and fight with other people online, which was in the original game. Okay. So... That's a pretty cool little twist there. Also, you know, adding some like quality of life changes, you know, you, a PS1 game that plays like a PS1 game isn't going to fly today. So for them to say they're making some quality of life changes too to make it better, that's really cool to see. Um, I don't know if it's worth $30, but it's, I mean, it's two games, $15 a game. I don't see what the problem is. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I don't know. I, it's not. This is not. I'm not the audience for this. Yeah, so same. Maybe the people who are like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, finally thirty bucks. That's it. Oh man, it should be like hundred and fifty bucks for what they're given. Like, I don't know what the attitude around this is. So maybe maybe yeah, it comes out and everyone loves it. Yeah, maybe. I, I've never I've never played Monster Rancher. I watched the anime a little bit when I was a kid, but I don't remember anything from it other than the yellow dude with the eye. Like that's it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Hopefully, this will be something fun. Again, it's not my cup of tea. I'm gonna be nice here. I'm not gonna shit on it. Uh, but you know, there's there's obviously like a a market here if they're releasing this, and we'll see uh, what it does regarding um sales and you know public opinion. Yeah, and it's coming uh, to mobile too, so yeah, it might be the best way to play it. Yeah, iOS it's... probably would be the best way to play it. It looks like a fucking mobile game. Yeah. Um. Which I say that, but mobile games are getting a lot more impressive now. Yeah, in very special cases, I think. But yeah, um, we also have Siberia: The World Before is releasing on PC December tenth. Crazy, uh, a crazy point-and-click adventure game. It actually looks really interesting. I think we talked about this a little bit when it was announced a couple weeks ago, right? I want to know who's playing these games because I've never talked to anyone who was like, dude, fucking Siberia is like my favorite franchise ever. Uh, I don't know that person. I don't know if that person exists. I mean, they must exist because they're still making these games. So um, I never talked to someone who's playing the Sherlock Holmes games, but here we are. They're on like their <laughs> ninth game right now. So uh, if you, you never, if never underestimate the, the, the power of a dedicated following. <laughs> If you're part of that following, you hit us up because I would love to know uh, what what it is about these games that uh, I just want. I just want some perspective on the Siberia. Yeah, I just don't know anything about it. Yeah, same. I might check out the first one if it's like really that good. No, but the first one is like these games are ancient. This this franchise yeah. has been like yeah, like let's let's see. Oh god, the first Siberia is like, yeah, this game looks old as shit. It came out. They're old, May dude. <laughs> it looks way older than that. No, I think that's when it hit Steam. Is 
So I don't know. These games are old as dirt, and I just want to know like who's, who's the reviews on the original are good. There's this review from like November 25th, like a co- like a week ago, saying sure like, how I'm great sure, the original is. Like I'm sure they're good games. I just never. It was it's just something that's never been in my radar, and even the the uh, the the circle of people that I interact with in video games never talk about Siberia. So I, I'm just wondering where, where these people are, like where they're at. Double Siberia. There's a uh, prologue that's free called Siberia, the world before prologue. I own several of these games. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I own, I just don't, but like there are, I'm probably I, I probably got them from like various like deals or whatever. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll check them out. Like, it's on my radar now. I, I would see it pop up every once in a while on like Steam sales and stuff. It'd get recommended to me, but I've never like played them. And this is one of those games that like I knew existed. They would get a lot of releases, but I was never, it was never my t- my game. I, don't know, I might check them out. These look interesting. If there's a big enough following, it might be worth checking out. Um, and that's going to be it for the show this week, guys. Um, thanks, everybody, for coming in to listen. Thanks, everybody, coming in and talking with us. Who is here to talk with us. Uh, again, kind of a slow news week, but you know, there's a lot of stuff to talk about in regards to what did happen. Uh, Sabi, man, tell the people where they can find us. Guys, you can go on over to Gamerverse.com. Check us out over there. You can go to Gamerverse.com slash Twitch. You can go to Gamerverse.com slash YouTube. You can go to Gamerverse.com slash podcast. You can go to Gamerverse.com slash Discord. We're always in there chatting about various stuff. Um, I usually give away game keys in there sometimes. There's one in there right now for Archvale. May or may not have been used already. I don't know. But it's in there. You can go to gamerverse.com slash extra life. That's going until the end of the year. So if you haven't donated for extra life yet, you can go gamerverse.com slash extra life. Make a small little donation. Yeah, that's going to do it. I think I'm going to keep playing some more Deathloop. Uh, I'm going to keep playing some of that game that I can't remember at Anvil. One of the worst names of a game I've ever seen. But that, that game is very much in my radar now. Still early access, so I'm interested to see where it goes. But yeah, yeah. other than that, we're just gonna we're gonna keep playing stuff, man. Nope. I'm just gonna take a little break, hang out with my wife. She just got home. So we'll hang out with her. We haven't gone out in a while, so I'll probably have a date like spontaneous date night. Don't tell her I said right. anything. Um well, this has been fun, man. It's a good show. Good talking with everybody. Everyone be safe. Get vaccinated. Get get revax. Get that get that booster. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks. All right. Thank you.